look, I see peepers. I see peepers. Oh my goodness. Oh my, oh my goodness. Look at that face. Congratulations, guys. Thank you. I seriously like love every picture. And I'm like, she's gonna think I'm a stalker, but everyone I want to comment. <laughs> look, I love him. I just love him so much. Oh look, so precious. Oh my god. We're not gonna be able to concentrate on a single thing. Welcome to the Joyful Miles Podcast, the podcast that's all about inspiring you to enjoy life one mile at a time. I'm your host, Jackie, and I'm here today with Laura. Hello, everybody. Happy and we have, sorry, oh yes, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> we are recording this the day after. And we have a very special guest with us. This was our very first guest that we had back two years ago. Uh, welcome, Chris Savio. Hey, hey, hey. Hello, Chris. Chris. Chris is a new daddy as a little baby Luca who is so adorable and Tiny we've mentioned you before on the podcast saying congrats but we will say it again so congratulations we hope you enjoyed your first Thanksgiving yeah it was great it's one month old as of yesterday as well so Aww. we made it through one month success <laughs> so precious oh my god so cute we just so, spent like so 10 cool. minutes before even taping, <laughs> cooing over this adorable, <laughs> yeah. adorable baby. Oh, my goodness. And um, excuse me, guys, because I do have a cold. So if you're noticing, my voice is very raspy today. Um, so if I have to pause to go blow my nose, you guys can take over. Sorry about that. This is winter. We just um, here, I think yesterday in Buffalo, we had the coldest Thanksgiving on record. Um, I think it was about 12 degrees when I ran the turkey trot yesterday morning and I almost failed I know I was Shannon and I were like should we do it should we do it and it's so cold and I bought those sunglasses from Gooder those Thanksgiving ones so I'm like I have to do it I bought these sunglasses <laughs> I gotta wear them so thank you Gooder for inspiring me to run the turkey trot yesterday yeah they, did, they didn't work to inspire me sorry <laughs> yeah it was the same right. thing here it was like I think it was 13 here or something like oh, that same thing. coldest Thanksgiving on record so it's oh, crazy. This is like, you know, late winter temps. This is so weird. It wasn't bad in Maryland. I just was busy cooking up an absolute <laughs> storm. Plus, like, it's so rare for Bob to take a day off from work. So when he's home and he's not working, I don't do anything. So no, that was nice. Good, so we had good. nice, nice time. Probably wasn't very smart for me to go run in 10 degrees <laughs> when I was had a sore throat. But oh, well. Anyway, so we're going to carry on real quick. Do you guys have any joyful smiles you want to talk about? That, um, Chris, that's something maybe that made you smile this week, something exciting that happened that you want to share, or Laura? I mean, I guess aside from one month with a new child. That's yeah, a, I don't that know. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> that's your joyful smile for the entire year. So yeah, every yeah. day. Okay, <laughs> keep, keep us active. And successfully taking Christmas photos with a dog and a baby. So, I cannot wait to see them. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Laura? Oh, I have both my boys are here and Kimberly. So we have Brock and Cooper, which is so rare to have them in the household. And we took Brock out to celebrate his 25th birthday. And it was just, it's just lovely having them here. And then for me, I wanted to, um, I don't know if I told you guys this last week on Twitter, I follow Bibrave. And they have this like bit chat on Tuesdays where you can like answer questions and it's kind of like a conversation on Twitter. And I'm like, just laying in bed and Jeremy's sleeping. So I'm like, oh, this is cool. Anyways, I ended up winning a pair of um, Aftershocks Trek headphones. I don't know if you know wow. those. Yeah, they're like $150 headphones. They're supposed yeah. to be really good, really great reviews. Um, I, ha I haven't gotten them yet, but I'll review them once I get them. So awesome. I was excited. I, I don't have any like Bluetooth headphones that I can run with. I have like the big ones, but. <laughs> I'm not going to run around anywhere. I'm excited. Awesome. Congrats. Wait that's a awesome. Yeah, thank you. So I didn't win exciting. any, but my dad was like, sure, are we going to play the game where we dance around what I'm going to get you? Why can't you just order what you want? And I'll give you my credit card. So I did score a really great Black Friday deal. So oh. for, I got that Trex Airs. Okay. The Air one. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what I got. I don't know, but I'll find out. I'll let you know. Hey, they were free. <laughs> so they're I got to pick a color too. Oh, what color did you get? I went with like the hunter green. Okay. Nice. I don't know why. I don't Whatever. 
Yeah, I was like, that, uh, I don't know. I just was like, I like green. So, I'm thinking, what's going to go with the most outfits? I got the gray, which I didn't care for. You know me and gray, but it seemed like the most uh, generic. <laughs> I was afraid gray. I wouldn't be able to find <laughs> those. <laughs> like, I have well, a, a cabinet with shirts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, our gray shirts. No. We have a cabinet with all our electronics, and you can never find anything. So that's why I'm like, I have to get a color so I can, like, look in there and grab them. So, <laughs> if you haven't run with Bluetooth headphones, it'll change. It'll change your life. It's a lot. It's a lot better than than having to plug in and and worry about pulling out a cord or hitting it with your hand or anything. So, well, yeah, heard. and I usually sorry. Go ahead. I had a, like a cheapy pair that were twelve dollars and they worked fine, but then I sucked them up with a vacuum by accident. And <laughs> <laughs> that oh ended my. that. I think I had a pair that I used marathon weekend, and I got to like mile three, and they were done. I was like, what? And then thank God I ran into you guys, so I had someone to run with. So I was like, what am I going to do this whole time? So um, hopefully these work better. So today we have Chris on. We're super, super excited to talk to him about the New York City Marathon. Um, Chris, I mean, we've known you now a couple of years, and this has definitely been on your bucket list. I know you've entered the lottery. How many times have you entered it? Uh, four. Oh, my wow. God. Four times and all a no, right? All of hard no, and then you get someone like Rob that gets it his first two times. Oh, man, I had to feel no. like, sir. <laughs> so finally this year, did you get in the lottery, or how did you No, I, uh, I did not get in the lottery, but, um, but it actually worked out fine because I, I ran for a charity instead that was, that was pretty close to my heart. It was a cancer research institute. Um, I lost my father a few years back to cancer, and so it, uh, it kind of hit home. It was good. It wasn't a, an obscenely uh, aggressive um, amount that had to be raised, like Boston Marathons, which are typically like seven or 8,000. This was only around three or 2,500 or something like that, I think. Um, so I got in with that, and they were a great group of people that I had connected with in, in Facebook and stuff. Most of them were located in New York, but uh, I met up with them before the marathon when I was down there as well. So it, was, it, was, it, it worked out actually really well. So I was pretty happy that I, at the end of the day, was pretty happy I didn't get in the lotto to be able to, to run for a cause like that. That's awesome. When, is that, when was the lottery results out? I can't remember. I'm trying to put a time frame on this. Like, how long did you have to raise the money? Um, so I think they were out Jan, uh, February. Yeah, it was probably like mid mid to late February. Something okay. Like did you know you didn't get in and then you did the charity? Or did yeah. you do the charity? Okay. Um, so as soon as I was looking at some and said, you know, if I didn't get in, let me take a look around. Um, okay. And I was going to hold off another year. But uh, after we found out we were having a baby, because I was going to do Chicago, and then when we found out we were having a baby, I didn't get into New York. I was like, well, I want to do a marathon in the fall. <laughs> so uh, I had to drop out of Chicago because the baby was due two days after that, and Kim uh, Kim wasn't that excited about me potentially disappearing for. Uh, <laughs> Why? For <the> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm on Kim's side. So on you ended up going though. The baby was only like two weeks old, right? Um, yeah, so the, kid, the the baby came like almost a week and a half late. So Chicago actually would have been more than fine. Um, I was going to say, looking so back, time ways, would that have been probably like, easier? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? But how are you supposed to know? These are like, yeah. you know. And, and at the end of the day, you know, like, like you said, it was a bucket thing and, and we'll chat about it, but I wouldn't have changed it for the world. Uh, That's it, awesome. it was an amazing, amazing run. So. Awesome. So you, um, for those who don't know, you live in Boston. Mm -hmm. So when did you head down to New York? So the race is Sunday morning, uh, November 4th. Yep. So, then, um, so I went down, down? On, uh, on Saturday, uh, again, just because the kid typically I probably wouldn't went down on Friday, um, okay. but didn't want to leave Kim alone that long uh, for that many days. So I took a very early train down um, on Saturday and got into the city around 9.15 on Saturday morning. So um, right. stayed through and came back uh, midday on Monday. So just a pretty fast, fast turnaround. And how familiar are you with New York? Did you feel like I would be intimidated? I have to admit. <laughs> so I grew up in New York City. So uh, okay. <laughs> so you're uh, good. You're good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was all. It was fine taking the train in, and yeah, I, I know my way around the city fairly, fairly well. Are you from there originally? Yep. Yep. So like I grew up in Queens. Yeah, I grew oh. up in Queens. Uh, my first first eighteen years of my life. So. Wow. Okay. Yep. I didn't know that. That's interesting. So you're a fellow New Yorker. I like it. <laughs> And that means you're not a Patriots fan. Yes, that, that all, oh my Patriots gosh, yes, it's all coming full circle. <laughs> we always got to bring it back to football a little bit this time of year. So when you got there, did you go right away to the expo? 
I actually got to my hotel um, and checked in and actually my room was ready. So I dropped stuff off and my hotel was only, um, uh, it was on 8th and 36th. So the expo is at the Javits Center, which is over on 11th and 30, uh, 38th. So it was just maybe a, you know, a half a mile, a mile and a half walk. So dropped off my stuff and then went straight to the expo, got there around a little after 11. Very nice. Javits Center is huge, huge. How much of it, the building did they actually use for the expo? Um, I mean, they use a good portion of it, to be honest with you. I think there's maybe one section, um, if you're facing the Javits Center, one of the big halls to the right that they didn't use, but the other two, uh, three big ones kind of in the middle, um, all of those are in use. So maybe the two far ones on the two ends they didn't use. Um, so what was it like? Was I mean, we know Disney Expos. I mean, you've yep. done Chicago, but how does it compare? Um, I, th I mean, it was very, it was well organized. They, uh, you know, uh, you go in, they had everything split up to pick up your bid, probably in no, probably more than that, probably 5,000 number blocks or 4,000 number blocks. So there's 50,000 runners. So there was probably, um, yeah, maybe 4,000 num uh, bib increments. You just go over, show your ID and they give you your, uh, you know, your bib, your setup. If you're taking, um, the shuttle, you, in the more, I'm um, sorry, if you're doing a bag check, they give you one thing. If you're not doing a bag check, you get like this poncho wristband, um, which we can talk about at the end. But uh, uh, so they did that. And then um, the, the thing that I actually really do like there, so you do sign up, I think, for or you indicate what size T-shirt you might be getting, a race shirt, um, but they don't hold you to that. And so when you walk over to go get the shirts prior to that, they have a section where you can just try on all the different size shirts. So you can yeah. pick which one prior to getting your shirt actually fits. Uh, that's, that's surprising considering the amount of runners and how much do they order to make sure they have enough for everybody that's kind of that's cool though yeah yeah so i mean they have you know they're just like kind of blank shirts and they probably had you know uh five or six of each size so i mean if there's there's a big line that's probably not worth it but uh yeah i mean it went pretty quick i went and just tried to confirm my size and figured why the heck not and then <laughs> um yeah did you buy anything um, a couple of things about this shirt I'm wearing right now. It says, "Oh, I like that." Six point. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's like a gray t-shirt. It says gray t-shirt. It's got yeah, it's got like graffiti writing that says twenty six point two actually written out. Um, and it's flanked by the One World uh, Trade and uh, the Empire State Building. It's got a graphic cool. novel feel. I like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. nice. Um, I got that, and I got a tech shirt uh and a hat the thing that i didn't like about this expo which was unfortunate and compared to um chicago and i was actually talking to rob about this when we we met up down there because he had done chicago obviously a few weeks prior um they didn't and i don't know if this is a thing by new balance that they have an agreement with um the new york road roadrunners club or what none of the other major shoe brands uh, and like clothing brands were there um it's kind mm -hmm. of like your tier two brands um so like Hoka was there, they had their shoes. Um, Solomon was there, um, On was there, and I think maybe there was one other, but none of the other major brands. There was no Brooks, no Saucony, no Nike, no um, uh, none of those brands, which typically have a lot of the other interesting clothing offers and shoes and things like that, um, which, for example, at Chicago, and I know that similar here in Boston, um, they're all there and they have huge setups and lots of different merchandise, and so they weren't there, so it was a little... It was kind of unfortunate that really there was very little in the way of kind of New York marathon clothing, except for the New Balance stuff that was, okay. yeah, hmm. so that was a, a little unfortunate, but say, <laughs> fortunate because I didn't spend money. <laughs> yeah, you wild to appreciate that choice very much. <laughs> so roundabouts, how long were you there then? Um, I probably stayed there for about a little over two hours, maybe a, a little more, because I met up with um, the charity I was running with a, a little after one. Uh, so if I got there a little after 11, it was probably around two, two and a half hours, give or take. Um, and I was by myself, so um, you know you tend to go a little bit faster around. But I, I think I saw everything, went through all the booths, uh, actually sat through uh, probably 75% of a talk that kind of went over the course and things like that. So. Um, it was good. It wasn't, you know, maybe if I was with some people, it would have been different, but it was just, it didn't have the feel that I got from Chicago, to be honest with you. Uh, it just didn't feel as, uh, the, the, the booths weren't as fun. It, I don't know. It just, it, it, it left me kind of wanting, to be honest with you. I, I did wish there was more kind of cool merchandise to get just because I did want to commemorate it a little more. Um, but, uh, but that's okay. 
it was it was still fine. You know, I, I went to a few of the other booths. There were some interesting, uh, a few kind of interesting ones where they had like a virtual reality thing and some games um, that one of like the company that was sponsoring like the app and stuff had set up. Um, so that was kind of nice to to walk around and, and see some of those. Uh, of course, got to go over when Disney was there. So went and saw the the bling that we'll be getting in January. <laughs> had to take a look at those. Um, and uh, like I said, listen to, to a few things. You know, there were some free, some decent freebie things they were handing out. But you know, it didn't it didn't get me down or anything. I was still pretty amped up to regardless. You know. It just had like a different vibe overall. Did it feel as like maybe ener- energetic or exciting? Maybe. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know if it was energetic. I don't, it just wasn't as um, immersive, I guess, or okay. you know, it didn't keep my attention as much. Okay. So uh, what did you do after that? Like, did you? Like, were you feeling nervous or no? I mean, you've done enough marathons at this point, right? Where you, I don't know, like, you know you're going to do okay, but what were you feeling? I don't know. Were you, because to me, I like, <laughs> this was such a buildup for you to be able to gain your art. Were you like nervous, hard, had a hard time sleeping? Were you nervous what to eat? Or were you pretty chill? Because that is your hometown, so. Yeah, I mean, I think in up. general, I was actually fairly, fairly chill. Um, like I said, met and went went and met up with uh, the charity group and, and talked with some of them, uh, grabbed some lunch. Um, and then uh, I had gotten, when I got into the Penn Station, uh, I had got a, a bagel and stuff then, so I knew I was all set for the morning. Um, and then just went back to the hotel and relaxed for a while, uh, watched uh, some Netflix stuff. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> Just Where really was your hotel near? Um, so it was on uh, 38th and 8th, um, which actually ended up being a fantastic location at the end of the day because the bus that I was taking in was just up at Bryant Park, which was on 5th and 34th. Um, Sounds so complicated. <laughs> um, and then to get <laughs> really to and from the, the finish area, um, cause I actually went back to my hotel and I went back to the finish area to meet up with like Rob Shaley and Michael and stuff. It was just a straight shot on the train. So it was actually really fast and easy. Uh, oh, so if anyone's doing it, something on eighth Ave is probably your, your best bet in the, in the thirties range, uh, okay. to stay at. Um, okay. yeah. Was it hard to get a room? Like, cause you, let's see, you decided to go around February or March, right? Yeah. Like, so it was, yeah, February. Yeah. Was it hard to find a room being that it's, you know, the New York marathon and everyone else kind of knew they were in at this point or not really? No, I mean, I think um, there's enough hotels in New York. The price obviously okay. is reflective of it being a busy weekend. Um, yeah. I had some free hotel stay for one night with like hotels.com because of previous trips, which okay. was nice. Um, hey, there you go. Exactly. It wasn't obscenely. I mean, it's New York prices. It's going to be hard to find a hotel in New York for probably less than 300 a night, regardless. Um, you know, you're probably in the 400 range, uh, that weekend for, per night. So be mindful of that. If you want to stay anywhere that's, you know, probably has a decent bed. Um, so yeah. So getting to your training really, really quick, because you joined us back in May, I believe, to talk about being uh, with a running coach. Yep. So were you able to bring this forward? Were you still working with a running coach on your own? How'd you do for this race? Yeah, I had stuck with the, the running coach and did like an 18-week plan with her. Um, in the spring, or the winter spring, I had focused kind of more on speed, which uh, showed itself in like the, the times I had gotten in some of my half marathon runs um in may so this one was really just focused on i did less of kind of the the speed buildup work um and a lot more just kind of longer miles uh throughout the week so the average runs on my tuesdays and thursdays were uh probably nine miles on those two days um and then had a six mile recovery run in the middle there and then my long runs um hovered between probably 15 and 18 uh, for all 18 weeks so um, yeah, I mean, it, it was, you know, definitely kind of pushed the pace a little, like we set kind of goal for myself and she actually tried to dial it up a little more than that. Cause based off the, the time that I had gotten in a half marathon at the end of May. So some of the paces were aggressive. I, I would say the, the training was a lot harder than uh, the past kind of buckets that I did because she was really kind of pushing me on some of them. So there were some runs where I was kind of hard, you know, the, to, to get to the goal paces and stuff like that. But you know, you, you, you learn from those and you push yourself, see what your body can do. Right. That's 
Kudos to you. Plus also you're getting ready for a new addition in your household, work, everything else. That's amazing. Now, do you want to share what your goals were for this race? Um, yeah. I mean, my goal was to try and get around a 340. Um, it was going to be 335 to 342 <laughs> was kind of, I think I was training for like a high three, like 337, I think was the times I was training at, but really my goal was in a low 340 or low 340s range. Um, so I was trying to do. So. Okay. What was your PR? Well, was your PR uh, it Chicago? Was the, uh, it was Marine Corps last year, 355. Oh, okay. Yep. Well, okay. Because I remember you were trying to get under the four-hour mark, weren't you, at that point? You were like... Yeah. Chicago, I had tried for that and, and didn't do it. Um, okay. And Marine Corps, I had uh, done that. And that's when I started up with the coach for Marine Corps. And, you know, I think some of it, too, and we'll get to this the end. Like, so basically, I had been working with this running coach for a year and a half straight with maybe a two-month break in there. Um, so I think I'm a little training fatigued at this yeah. point as well. Um, and so, so we, we can chat about that at the end, but yeah. uh, right. we'll have a, a soul search moment. <laughs> <laughs> we love a good soul search here. <laughs> All right. So we're, we're coming up to race morning. Yeah. So weather, how do you feel? Uh, what time did you have to be there? Everything. So the frustrating thing with this is I, I didn't realize the race started so late. Um, and I, <laughs> I don't know why, like I'm very, I'm usually a great planner for this one. I was much more cavalier about it. I was like, oh yeah. I think. So the race didn't start for, well, the wave I was in was at 10, 15, the wave before me, I think went off at like nine 55, maybe. Um, I, for some reason thought it was a nine o'clock start. Uh, so the buses, your option to, so, so you have two options. You can either take the ferry um, or you can take a, a bus, a shuttle bus. Um, there's buses that leave from Midtown. Uh, there's a New Jersey bus. Um, and then there's one other one. It's kind of escaping me where that's from right now. Um, but the, there, it might be kind of downtown somewhere. Um, so the, I decided to take the bus because it was very close to my hotel. And uh, I had two options based off of my start corral. And that's how they kind of break them up. I had a 5.30 bus or a 6 o'clock bus, at least when I went to sign up. Maybe there was a 6.30 if I had tried later. And being someone that's like just wanted to be there just in case there's traffic. I was like, I'll do the five 30. Um, wow. That's really I, early. In hindsight, I probably could have taken a seven o'clock bus. And been that's fine. like a long day. It was a very long day. And like um, imagine yeah. for the slower runners. Like the that's, good, well, that's the, so the slower runners, there were buses that ran until almost seven 30. So the later wave, so I was in the second wave uh, of starters. So there's four waves. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, so the last wave actually, I think, could have taken the seven. They, they probably had the option for the seven, seven thirty buses. So as you move later, you can get the later buses. Um, so they kind of assign you based off of what wave you are to kind of force that you're there. Because the corral that went last started an hour plus. Uh, the wave that went last started an hour plus after the beginning. So so I was in the second wave. I went at ten fifteen. I think the last wave went at eleven fifteen. Um, so there's a pretty big gap between when the race starts and when the last group goes off. <clears throat> How strict are they? Like, what if you oversleep and you, you miss your butt? Okay. No, 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 no. I mean, they didn't even check anything. So, okay. you know, it's, it would have been fine, but the, the, the blessing was, it was uh, daylight savings. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so you got that extra hour sleep. <laughs> so, yeah. So it was kind of nice to get, uh, that, that extra hour and <laughs> with the new, with the new baby for the two weeks before actually <laughs> like, getting, yes. like a straight six hours sleep or seven hours <sighs> glorious to begin with. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I woke up in the middle of the night and, and uh, couldn't sleep perfectly. So I was probably up at like three and, and barely fell back asleep. Uh, but the walk from my hotel to the bus was maybe 30 minutes. Um, and because it was such a long time before the start, I didn't really eat anything at the hotel. Um, I got my bagel ready and just brought it with me because I had okay. basically four hours before I'd have to start. So what did you do there for four hours? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was cold. Um, so I uh, got there pretty early. They have all the different, so three different sections set up there for whatever color corral. So there's four waves and three color corrals for each one. So um, you can kind of uh, go back to those different uh so there's different villages within the villagers, different kind of color corral areas you go. So I just went to the start area where I was supposed to be and sat down, befriended someone, hung out, they had music playing and uh, they had 
Dunkin' Donuts had coffee and bagels and all this other stuff. So, so they do have stuff for you. You're not just sitting in like yeah, this yeah, parking lot with no food or you know. It was, a, it was a long time because I mean, my bus probably got there. I got on the bus at like probably five forty, and I was probably there at like six ten. So I was sitting around for four hours. Oh my gosh! But you got the full experience then. You can. Yeah, but there's no photo. There's no character photo. So what the heck? What? No. <laughs> what the heck? No. We didn't like, don't they have all those characters in Times Square? Can't they bring them over there? <laughs> like the they scary Elmo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They did have the, uh, the the therapy dogs, so I did go over there and pet uh, some dogs for a little. <laughs> Do you think that was hard on your body? Uh, no, I don't think so. No. I mean, I was just sitting on the ground. I had a um, a garbage bag just to help be a little bit warmer. Um, and then from like the Dunkin' Donuts booths and stuff, they love like lots of boxes. So people were going over and just taking boxes to sit on because the ground okay. was cold. So that kind of helped. And then just kind of sat there and talked to people. And Can you out. imagine though if it was like raining uh, or oof. like Boston last year, like that kind of weather? Like, yeah, had, no, that would have been. Be <laughs> So yeah, how no, was it, the weather? I know you're saying uh, it was chilly, but like race day, what was it? was perfect. Before? I mean, it was, I mean, race time was maybe 54 to 56, the whole race. And God, uh, sunny, but not like aggressively sunny. I, I mean, it was, the conditions couldn't have gotten more ideal, to be honest with you. That's awesome. That's exciting. Yeah. I saw, I saw, like, those are my dream running conditions mm-hmm. because it's cool enough where you're not too hot and. It's great. Yeah, for all of our, our southern listeners, they'd be like, 55, oh my God. Wesley <laughs> <laughs> would be down. like, what? <laughs> I, I could use another five degrees up. So. <laughs> oh no, I like that. 45 to like 55 is a sweet yeah. spot. Yep, definitely, definitely. So you're, you're ready to go now and you're yep. lined up and um, you know, walk us through the starting line. What, what were you feeling? And Yeah, I mean, it's, it's what do you a remember? nice set up. You kind of you know they set you up in your different so there's uh within my wave and there's four separate corrals within mine um so i was in the first corral of my wave so i was kind of really near the front which was fun so you leave your area you kind of go walking um over to the start which is right at the edge of the verrazano bridge um and we were going over the the top level so there's a top level to the verrazano on the bottom so two of the colors um i think it's green and blue go on the top and then orange goes on the, the middle level um so just go over, they have kind of music playing. It's kind of a nice little walk over there. So I think it probably a little uh, little before 10, um, they start kind of this trek over there. It's probably a half a mile walk to the start. Um, but you're kind of walking with everyone and um, and then you wait around for a little and they're kind of getting you amped up. And uh, and then I think we started maybe at 10, 17, so like two minutes late. Um, and that, yeah, and then you're, you're kind of off and you're, you know, I think in each corral is probably or each wave start. I mean, there's, I want to say probably 15,000 runners that, that go off at the same time. So it's pretty, wow. pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Do they have like That's race insane. announcers, like, like Disney type? Um, they have announcers, or... definitely not as interactive as that, but they definitely okay. have people that were kind of amping you up and we're kind of right. Okay. Shout outs to people. So yeah, definitely. When you started, did you feel like congested or was it hard to get space, you know, um, to run? Yeah, I mean, it's a little more crowded. It's probably hard to get your pace for the first, especially because the first mile is all uphill on the first part of the bridge. So the first two miles are kind of over the Verrazano, so a mile up and a mile down. Um, and uh, so, you know, it, it's a combination. You're trying to get into your pace, but you're also going uphill and you're also trying to weave people. So it's really a bad combination for the first mile of a marathon because uh, you oh. might try a little too hard and be wasting energy bobbing around people. Uh, but it wasn't it wasn't terribly crowded. And you're just so, you know, amped up at that. They had photographers in the middle. Then you've got the the helicopters from both the news crews and the uh, NYPD kind of on the sides of the bridge and stuff. So it's a pretty wild uh, experience running over that to start. What about- so clear skies, like you could see kind of all the way out. Wow. Did they have uh, spectators out? Not on the bridge. No, no, it's completely closed off the whole start area. So okay. actually, my, my uh, godmother lives actually right near there in Staten Island, and she historically had always went to the start area. But um, as of like six or five or six years ago, um, they closed that whole area off. Okay, so there was no one around the start areas. No. Okay. Now you said the expo. <laughs> you did go to a class where they went over the course. Did you study it? 
any farther before you start? Were you very familiar with the course, land, like historic spots and stuff like that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I knew where like the good spots would be. Uh, well, I thought I knew where the good and bad spots would be. Um, you know, I kind of had my, my plan, obviously, uh, best laid plan. Um, but uh, it's, so I had that kind of mapped out. You know, there were a few things that they had mentioned that I thought was good. Like really what they say, um, and I think this is probably true for a lot of, a lot of marathons, um, but the way this course is laid out, the last five, uh, 20 to 25 are very tough miles. So, you know, the way they say it is like, yeah, okay, 13 is technically your halfway point, but you should mentally think that 20 is your halfway point uh, because the last five are, are pretty tough and you need to really have a lot of juice in the tank for those, uh, those last five. Is that for all marathons or this one specifically because of the course? Um, I think it's definitely because of the course in this one, but I think that's a good way to think about a lot of marathons uh, in general. I've definitely found that, you know, you shouldn't think that you're going to even yeah. off at the, the midway point, like definitely for effort and pace and pushing yourself. Like you, I think you want to wait until after mile 18 or 19, because that's yeah. when it's a completely different ball game. Usually you haven't run a run longer than 20 miles. Right. So it's, you're going into uncharted territory at that point if you've never if you've never run a marathon or even if you have um you don't know how your body's going to respond mm -hmm. yeah that's like the unknown you're right it's the unknown you you don't know what's going to happen so you got to kind of prepare for that yeah um was there anything that surprised you like you said you thought you knew the hard spots and stuff mm -hmm. like that was there anything that you found was easier or harder than you expected? A lot of harder. <laughs> okay. Um, it's, it's a harder course. Like I've read a lot about the course and stuff and it, the weather was ideal. So I thought it'd be, you know, a, a faster pace, but it was, um, it was definitely a lot harder than I thought. I, I knew the bridges were going to be tough. I knew in particular that the 59th street or Queensboro bridge um, was going to be a tough one. Um, but there's four other bridges you have to go over. So you go obviously the Verrazano, but there was so much <clears throat> amped up energy for that. But then you go over from Brooklyn to Queens, another bridge uh, from Manhattan into the Bronx and Bronx back into Manhattan or the other ones uh, in addition to Queensboro. Um, and those, even if it's just like a quarter of a mile or half a mile, those kind of uphills to get on the bridge are really just, they're brutal. Um, and then you try and, you know, I mistakenly on some of them tried to recover too fast on the like make up time on the downhill. Um, and then there was one mile um, at around mile eight that amazing crowds, um, but there's almost a three quarter of a mile that's just a continuous climb that I just didn't, I saw it on the elevation, but I didn't think it was as bad as it was going to be. Okay. Um, and I think I anticipated the first av run. So when you get to mile 17, so it's like 17 to 20 down first av, great crowds and everything. And there's a significant amount of downhill. Um, I was counting on that to be a much faster for me, but my body was kind of giving up there. So uh, I definitely didn't get to, to enjoy that as much. So um, those were the bad parts. I will say the positive parts that I had heard about and Rob had talked to me um, after his last year and other people I know that have run it, the, the, the crowds are supposed to be good. I mean, saying that they were amazing is an understatement. Like I don't, I, I've never experienced like this, anything like this before. And I've, I've, being in Boston, have gone and cheered at the Boston Marathon so many times. Um, I mean, there was probably mile to two mile stretches where both sides, three, four people deep for the first wow. miles. Like, yeah, it's, it was unreal, um, in, in some stretches. So, you know, it, it definitely is, um, it gives you a boost. It gives you obviously a lot of people watching and things like that. So it was, that, that was just amazing. That's awesome. Sounds so exciting. Yeah, yeah. It sounds scary, but exciting. Like that's it's one that maybe one day I'd like to do. I would never be able to do it at, at your level, obviously. But nah. like the bridges, <laughs> me. I don't know why I picture the bridges like flat. Like I don't know because I've gone walked over the Brooklyn Bridge, and I guess you don't realize the hill because I'm like coming up the stairs and then it's straight. Then it must go downhill, but I guess you don't realize that. Yeah, How Brooklyn Bridge is a little, a little bit flat. The Queensboro is just, it's a two mile bridge that is just at mile 15 and a half, you start, well, 15, you kind of start your climb and it's just, it's bad. <laughs> it's <laughs> what was your fun. favorite, besides the finish line, what was your favorite part of the course? Like if you had to pick a mile or just a section? Or um, the crowd, like at mile seven and eight in Brooklyn was, I, the crowds in Brooklyn actually were ridiculous the whole way. Um, so that, that was great. Um, the crowds, uh, when you came back into Manhattan, 
um, at like kind of mile 22, 23 when you're running down Fifth Ave were amazing too, but I was just kind of out of it at that point. So I didn't get to appreciate it probably as much. Um, and then the crowds that you get when you swing uh, at like almost mile 26, you come around the bottom of the park. Um, out of, so you come, you go into the park, um, then you run through the park for about three quarters of a mile, then you come back out at like 57th Street and you run along there and then you enter again. But the crowd's there and just the feeling, it's a straight shot before you turn back into the park there. And I mean, there's really only people cheering on the left side of you, but I mean, you're talking about six, seven, eight people deep for that, wow. you know, you know, probably half a mile. Uh, that Did you get um, emotional? Did you like uh, cry? I started to get a little choked up at that point. Like I knew yeah. I wasn't, you know, I, I had told myself obviously probably 10 miles, probably six miles before that I wasn't going to get anywhere near the goal I wanted. Um, so I was just like, let me just kind of push through and enjoy this. And I, I definitely, yeah, you get some, some emotions at that point, you know, you're kind of near the finish. You're thinking about, you know, the race you had and then for myself, why I ran this and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So do you feel like even with the goal, you're able to take it in? Because sometimes when I set like a, a goal for a race, I tend to focus on that goal and I don't take things in. So mm -hmm. that would be something I would have to take. If I did New York, I would just want to take everything in. Yeah. I mean, I gave up on the goal um, well before that. So I had gotten out of that dark mental place uh, far enough before that to be like, let me just kind of enjoy this and enjoy the crowd and stuff. Um, so for the last probably five miles, four miles. I was just kind of trying to take it in and stuff. So um, if I had hit the wall, I did probably later in the race. Um, yeah, I, I probably wouldn't have been in a place to enjoy that at all. Right. Yeah. Right. So you're coming through. Yeah, you're coming through the finish. Like, yeah. was it was it everything you dreamed? The finish was pretty <laughs> awesome. Of course, <laughs> like, in true fashion, you know, there's a slight uphill near the finish. Um, I didn't notice that much, but it was really – my, you know, I was starting to cramp up a little bit and was trying to, I was trying to really push the last mile and get kind of an aggressive, uh, aggressive pace for it. And I started, was cramping up and fell over probably like oh, no. 300 meters from the finish. And I was no like, way. this isn't going to work. So I stopped kind of like rubbed my leg. I'm like, all right, I'm running through this damn finish line. I was not walking through it. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, you definitely see it and you kind of finish and definitely get a little choked up and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I didn't in the finish line video and pictures, there's I'm not stopping my watch, which is an epic uh, win for me to begin with. So I must have <laughs> had my mind somewhere else, like thinking. Okay. The finish. That's good. Nice. Nice. I was watching you because we were in Disney and we were all supposed to be napping before the after party for wine and dine. <laughs> And here I am in the dark, everyone else is sleeping and I'm watching like the little dot that I'm watching you go around Central Park and I'm like, okay. And I'm screenshotting it all because I wanted to be able to show you like how, you know, you're, you're, you crossing the line from the app, <laughs> but it was exciting. I was just like, yes, yes, you did it. It was exciting. It was fun to watch, but it seemed like you were going so fast from my end, you know? Yeah. I mean, I was at the beginning. I think I went out too fast. Um, I definitely, I had a bad mile. I think it was that uphill at mile like eight or nine where I did it like almost 45 seconds slower than my pace I was trying to hold. So I think it was like mile eight. I did it like eight, I want to say like 850. And then I wanted to make it up. So like mile nine to almost nine and a half, I did it like a 745 pace, which oh, was wow. really, really, really dumb of me. Oh. Um, don't do that ever. Oh. <laughs> it was kind of, there was a little bit of downhills there, but I, I just wanted to try and get back on pace and it, I think that compounded with just tired, utter tiredness um, just from the, the weeks before. And I don't know, it, it might've been a few other things, you know, just not, not your necessarily, not your day, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I was so excited because, sorry, I, I just like, I remember you wanting to get past four hours or under. So I'm like, yes, he did it. Cause I didn't know your current calls. So I'm like, woo. <laughs> So yeah. how would how would you uh, what would you say about their support like for water stations? Do they have Gatorade, Powerade? How was that compared to? Um, I guess Disney would be our our <laughs> comparison for everything. Right, right. So after like mile, probably after mile seven, um, there's Gatorade and water every mile. Um, okay. So yeah, I, I'd say it's probably almost you have to control yourself of of not taking on. Yeah, too that much sounds like a lot. Fluids. Yeah, I mean, I skipped each. I skipped every other one, okay. um, and then I took Gatorade every third, every other one that I did it. So probably every 
four miles, I took Gatorade. Um, towards the end, I think I started taking it a little bit more. Um, but also one thing that my running coach was saying too, if you don't want to, you want to make sure a lot of like the goos or things like that have a lot of sugar in them. Mm -hmm. So if you are going to take those, don't take Gatorade. With those. Just make sure you're only taking water on um, at those stops. Uh, so I made sure to kind of break some of that up as well while I was running. So um, did water every other stop. And then so probably every two, two miles, um, I was taking some water. And then every three to four, I, had, I threw in some Gatorade that too. And you bring so gals with you? Like how yeah, many did you bring with you? And did they get um, out like for food? Yeah. So I had, I had uh, the goose, uh, not the power, um, bar ones i've been using the stinger goose um, which i find to be a little less uh dense in your mouth um doesn't taste like you're having like cake batter so uh i had the kind of i think it's a passion fruit or what is it again i'm sorry the stinger uh stingers goo. yeah i'm gonna so try have, that yeah so they have the the waffles are typically what they're known for the honey waffles yeah. um they also have these really good i think it's like a fruit punch or a passion fruit or something gels which i've now grown to love um and I think they're, you know, they're 100 calories. So I took those probably every hour. Uh, so I took four of them through the race. Yeah, I think I, threw, I took, ended up taking four. I took one like kind of closer to the end a little early. So I have to try that because the goose have been making me nauseous lately. I don't know why. So and did they give out food, bananas, anything like that? Yeah, they had uh, bananas at um, almost every other stop after mile 20, um, which was good. So, you know, they were, you were at no loss for that. And I think they may have had one earlier at like seven, uh, maybe like 19 or something. Um, they had uh, power bar goose at, I want to say 18. Um, so they had, they had some stuff on the course at the end of the day, though. definitely. Mm -hmm. as, as you should always bring your own nutrition for any race. Don't rely on what they have on the course because you probably haven't trained with it either. Um, and you can't rely that it's going to be there. But the, the bananas are always nice. Um, there were some people on the sides of the road that had oranges once. I'm a sucker for the oranges during the race. I love it. I, it just, it breaks up like the flavor of like the, the, the goo or the, the Gatorade or stuff. I don't know what it is, the acid or something in it. Um, yeah. and then I also have, um, uh, the salt tabs that I took those every, um, 45 minutes as well because okay. potential, uh, cramping that I've, I've done in the past. So that's kind of, I don't know if I need it anymore, but it's, I think it's not just a maybe placebo of some sort. <laughs> what about pickle juice? Did you have your pickle juice with you? <laughs> um, I had it just in case. Uh, I did not need it, so. <laughs> Chris loves that pickle juice. I love pickles, but dude, now, oh, I love pickle juice. I love it. Delicious. I'd have to be lying on the ground in pain before I try that. Mm. <laughs> no, cool I'm going to bring some for you in January. All right, well, fine, fine. It. We'll do pickle juice shots. <laughs> so I'd love it. <laughs> the only shot you would do so let's get back to the finish and when you got your medal um yeah so you finish up um they you know it, it's a decent walk to the medal they give you um it's probably a few hundred meters before you get some mylar blankets um and then right after that you've actually with the medals before the mylar uh, medals actually might have been before the mylar I, it's a kind of a blur now i apologize um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was probably a blur then too. <laughs> uh, and I know you get the medals, mylars, and then they give you actually like a, a bag that's almost like a um, one of those pull, like drawstring uh, bags that has all your stuff in it. So there was a protein shake, uh, Gatorade, water, uh, power bar, um, kind of like pretzels, uh, and like one other thing. I forgot what the one other thing was. Cliff that's bar. a good idea to put it in a bag rather than having stations oh, yeah. where so people don't take more than one, and that's smart. Oh. Though I did see one person walking like four bags. It's like, dude, oh. really? <laughs> Honestly. Oh, God. Stop it. Like, really? Come on now. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, yeah, so that was kind of nice. And then once I got that, I just, the walk to, so as I was mentioning earlier, you have the option of either doing bag check or if you don't do bag check, you get these ponchos. Um, the ponchos are actually really nice. They're like these kind of almost uh, fleece lined on the inside ponchos. Uh, they're not like the most wow. amazing quality, but they're actually pretty decent. Um, I did not opt for that just because I knew I was kind of by myself and there's, you know, I didn't know if I was going to be cold at the end. I might've been right. up with people. So I was like, I'll just bag check, you know, just not to have another thing to throw in a closet. Um, but Shaylee, Michael, uh, and, uh, Rob all got them. So I got to like see them in the film. They're actually really, really nice. Um, 
But so they have almost three areas as you leave. You have the ponchos you break off first after you get your, your stuff. Then there is the probably, I think it's like the last two waves. Um, they would break off to get their bag check. And then the first two waves are all the way at the end, um, which makes sense for congestion-wise. The early waves will be finishing sooner, so they want them to, to be farther down the path. Um, but, I mean, it was probably a good mile walk um, to get your bag, wow. which was – the 27th mile they, they said that they call it uh, yeah. it was it was a long slow walk so i actually stopped and just sat down at one point to like have like the gatorade and um the protein shake and stuff which i've actually used like never had it was like one of the gatorade protein shakes um mm-hmm. i've never had them okay. before it was like you know i need some it was really good and actually i felt a lot better after drinking it too it was kind of fast is it like yeah. a milky like substance? Yeah, it's kind of like a thicker, uh, milky-ish substance. I think mine was chocolate flavor. I think I have a chocolate and vanilla. Mine was chocolate. I've never even heard of them. Yeah. So it was, uh, check it out. Um, I know. I'll try one. Uh, yeah, it was, like I said, fast calories to kind of get in there. It was warmer too, obviously. So it kind of gets into your, your bloodstream and digested faster. Um, and I felt actually a lot better after having that faster than you know, even having like power bars or anything. So, so. Jackie, we'll have to get some for January. Don't <laughs> worry. Oh gosh. It's going to be interesting. Seriously. Ah, uh, you'll be fine. <laughs> wow. uh, so yeah, so that, you know, got there, got my bag check, um, and, and changed, uh, and then kind of swung back out. They had the whole of, um, Central Park West kind of closed off, which is, uh, you know, where all the runners can kind of walk down that or start to exit. Um, to meet family and friends over uh, more west of that, like Madison and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it was a nice walk. Talk to people. Um, metal was metal is amazing. I'm not gonna deny that. It's, it's beautiful. Uh, you know, it's it's definitely now in the the elite between that and Chicago. It's you know, there's, there's these certain ones that you're like, okay, you know, these are special. Thank you. Yeah. I'm so happy you were able to do it. Yeah. Will you enter the lottery again? Yeah, uh, I already did. Nice. <laughs> Really? Don't tell my wife. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to cut that part out? Put a beep, beep. <laughs> so you liked it enough where you do it again. Do you think this is a hard race to PR? Um, like given the course? It depends on what your PR is before. From what okay. I okay. Um, I, I, for myself, yeah, I would say so. Um, okay. Compared to other ones like Marine Corps in Chicago, which I you know, have really tried for, in my mind, much faster courses. Um, so it's, yeah, it's a, it's a tough course. Um, and, and yeah, after, and I've learned a lot though, if I do it again, you know, I, you know, one of the things and I was saying this earlier, you know, kind of the soul searching part, I got to the end, missed my goal by, you know, 15 minutes or so. And it very, pretty frustrated about it. Um, you know, I had come to grips with it over the final eight miles of the course when I was kind of going backwards in time. And, uh, it is one of those things though. I mean, to be honest, it was like, you know, I sunk 18 weeks of training into this thing and God knows how many hours a week, right. Giving up Saturdays and Friday nights or whatever for your long runs. It is, you know, it's a little frustrating. Uh, I'm at the point now where I'm kind of for this year coming up in 2019, I don't think I'm going to like try and PR anything or get aggressive with training, just kind of maintain probably where I am. Um, and then see in 2020 if I want to try and, and push it again. But I think at this point I just needed a year just to chill out. <laughs> like yeah. it, was, it was a lot. It, it's, it's, it really is kind of, you look back and about all the time. And that's unfortunately one of the things when you kind of set these goals for yourself and you train very hard, you know, hard for them, you get one shot, you know, at something with a marathon, you know, half marathons, you can, you know, double up, maybe you get one in one month and then quickly can rebound for another month. But uh, obviously marathons are a little different. So you get really one good shot at the, the one you want to do. Um, they got to wait probably another, you know, four or five months, depending on how fast you can recover to maybe push it. So that's, that's kind of where my head was at. And I kind of beat myself down. I know we were messaging back and forth, Jackie, after, and it's, you know, I've, you know, it's like, so, um, yeah. It's hard. Cause it's like, you know, as, a, as someone watching you, I'm like, yes. And I'm like so proud and I'm so excited. And you're like, uh. and I'm like, no, no, <laughs> don't be that way. I'm like, it, it, but you know, I now when I'm hearing you explain about like all the work and all the training, and then 
And I, I definitely think it's probably smart for you to just take some time and, and, you know, because then running becomes not fun mm -hmm. and exactly. you want to enjoy it too, you know, and it's becoming disappointing and you don't want that. So right, right. if you allow yourself a year to just have it be fun again, then you can see what happens from there. Right? Give yourself exactly. some grace and just run for the fun of it. It sounds mm -hmm. great. Yeah. Just get back to, to why you start doing it in the first place and just enjoy the nice days and, enjoy the cold days and you know just kind of enjoy it which is what i'm going to try and do this year like take a little of the structure away like i said i mean it's always including this one if i go back to marine corps which i did last october and i had trained for 20 weeks before that it's been basically you know 18 months straight uh with maybe a month off in there that i was you know running five days a week almost four or five days a week between you know five and 18 miles those days so it's a time uh, dedication. <laughs> that is it's, it's dedication. Plus, you got a new baby. Exactly. So you have a lot of firsts coming up this year. That well, I'm pretty. I mean, and, and I think by doing this too, um, I'm going to focus on doing kind of you know core work and some weight work and stuff like that, which I know will help in the long haul. And then yeah. uh, get out and run with the new running stroller and stuff. And I, who knows? Maybe then all of a sudden I'll run without it, and I'll be like, oh my goodness, I'm so yeah, fast. Yeah, that's true. It's <laughs> true. Well, I want to give a shout out to um, Kim because, you know, as a wife, <laughs> that's hard. It's hard to like, sometimes it's hard to support when, you know, all these training runs. So mm -hmm. she, I think it's pretty darn awesome. And like, I don't know if I could have let my husband leave with a, you know, a, a 10 day old baby and um, she did. So kudos yeah. to her. She's, you know, I think it's awesome that you yeah, no, support she's... each other. And I, I don't know. I just think it's really admirable. I like it. No, she's she's amazing. She uh yeah, just with my, you know, oh, we want to do this on Saturday. I'm like, yeah, but I gotta go out at, you know, seven AM for an eighteen mile run, I'll see you in two and a half hours. Like, you know, you know stuff Sorry. like that. It's it's definitely she's a, a champ for kind of putting up with, with some of that stuff. That's so, awesome. Yeah. It's amazing. So what kind of advice would you give to someone who has entered the lottery and gets that notification that they are in? What advice would you give to them? He'll work, he'll work, he'll, he'll work. work. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so honestly, and also don't set, uh, set a few different goals for yourself. Um, it's, it's a much harder, like I said, much harder course than I expected. So set the goal that you want, you know, if you want to finish in something, that's fine, but, but also set other potential secondary or, or tertiary goals um, yeah. as well for yourself. So you're not left in a you know, spot where I am. Um, I didn't go in, no, like I knew it was kind of hard. I didn't know it was like the, the course was as hard as I ended up seeing it. Um, so practice those hills, set yourself a few goals and um, enjoy the crowds, man. I mean, the, the, it, it, it was once I actually, after mile 18, when my, my body started giving up and like I pouted for two and a half miles <laughs> and then um, the last five or four miles, I was just able to enjoy the crowds. Like That's it was awesome. Going slower and just looking at the fans and, slapping high fives and stuff and i was like you know what this is this is what it is right this is this yeah. is part so that's amazing i always like how other heather jorgensen says to have a plan a plan b and a plan c mm -hmm. how many plans it takes that way if the first plan doesn't work out you already got the second one ready to go and put that into play so exactly. that's good advice absolutely exactly so yeah just and if you're on the fence about it you know enter a lot of see what happens and don't be intimidated by it just at the end of the day go out and enjoy it there are 50,000 runners out there. You're not going to be the last one. So, uh, <laughs> hey, what did you get? Did you, well, I'm sorry. What did you get a race t shirt or a long sleeve or a jacket? I can't uh, remember. All the races are kind of getting mixed up in my head. A <laughs> uh, long sleeve tech shirt, which is awesome. Okay. Um, it was actually a really, really nice shirt. Uh, a New Balance uh, tech shirt. Um, I also got myself the, the jacket that they have, which was reasonably priced at like 100 10 bucks so i'd get um, that too <laughs> <laughs> okay. you, gotta, you gotta do it you got it and then and dunkin donuts was giving out these sweet pink and orange hats oh, right? so for those not sorry, seeing it, like, awesome. like, i was like you're coming all over that yeah it's like a sherbet colored like <laughs> pink and orange like the the dunkin donut color on it and it's like 2018 it's got oh, cool. the, uh, the the tcs logo on the back there for the, that is awesome. the, Great. the race so uh so now i'm proud owner of this sweet sweet oh, ass oh it looks so good oh you look like like yeah. something out of strawberry shortcake like, yeah. like i'll bring you know this how to, to, <laughs> yeah. i'll bring this for the start before the race isn't right yeah i 
love it. That's awesome. Do you have any races lined up for um, 2019? Obviously, Disney. Yeah, Marathon, Disney right? right now. That's right. I'm doing the Goofy. Uh, oh, you're doing Goofy. Okay. Yeah, so I think I'll uh, the half I'm going to see if I can. Uh, I'm going to try and actually go aggressive on it from picture to picture stop, like so sprint from one to the other. Okay. Uh, see if I can get a photo at every single photo stop and not actually have to wait that long. So <laughs> we'll see. That's uh, a good plan. On that one. Uh, and then the, the marathon, I'll be hanging out with you guys. So at the, awesome. at the costume already, 80% there. I, I just picked <laughs> a big piece of it. Uh, oh, God, I can't wait. oh, my God, how exciting. Yeah. That's great. So, uh, and aside from that, um, yeah, I'll look at kind of the fall and see. Um, maybe we'll have a Ragnar in May. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I know um, there's so many like potential like it's it's funny this time of year you're like you're getting the calendar of all these things and you're like what can we do what can we do but nothing's in place yet you know it's exciting I know I was like It'd be tougher with the kids and slow down and now but I, I'm like well but then again Broad Street was a lot of fun maybe I could talk Jackie to doing that again I did love Broad Street I love so Broad fast Street. too oh my gosh and you guys like Buffalo I know it doesn't sound exciting but Buffalo is a really fast course like for a fall you you could probably definitely like it's known as being a, a fast flat course so. yeah I think I'm going to do the half. <laughs> those those races <laughs> that are half and full, and then they split near the finish, and the you have to. Be yeah, that's there. true. It's a little bit that of a is torch. Brutal. I could not <laughs> do that. That's true. This year, I I was like, oh my god, how did I go? And I lucked out right as I got to that point. I saw my brother, but it, it's hard mentally. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So, so we'll see. We'll take a look and, and find out what's uh, what's on the docket for, for next year. But I think primarily. I'll probably just stick to half marathons, except I'm going to do Chicago because I deferred this year. So I'll do that in oh, okay. October. So. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for squeezing in this uh, recording Thanksgiving weekend. Um, yes. we, we appreciate it. We always love talking to you. And I was really excited to hear about your race experience. I was, I was just loving following along. So. <laughs> Yeah, and, and shout out to everyone else. I feel like that weekend was just like an epic weekend, aside from wine and dine in New York, where there was a couple of runners. There's tons of other races that we know. Before. So the amount of people like in the Joyful Miles on the Facebook, and if you're not in it, make sure you get in it, that were running like that weekend and the one before. And yeah. PRing and crushing it. Like, good on everyone. Way to, way to get out there. That's awesome. Yeah, so if you are listening, Chris is talking about if you are on Facebook, come find us on the Joyful Miles Running Club. It's it's a Facebook group. Um, it's very supportive. I really I, I really love this group. I'm in a few groups, and I have to say, and not just because it's there's it's very positive. Yeah. I don't know. You know how you always like our Facebook groups, and there's always like snarkiness. Like we have not experienced it yet, and I'm but like, the negative Nellies, and yeah, the Debbie the Downers, and <laughs> not like everyone's ridiculous. so sweet. Right. Not like ridiculous positivity through like not like people like yeah. trying to be like armchair doctors and armchair coaches and stuff, but just like no. good energy and sharing good stories and stuff. Exactly. And you've got oh my god, what his name's escaping me now, the one with the, the Tim? military. Yeah. The, or Bill. Bill. Yeah, it's like running in the most epic places ever. Like, oh, Athens, so. Bill Kearns. Yeah. So yeah. He just ran, yeah, he just ran the Athens Marathon. Oh, Jesus. Crazy. It's on my list to see places. if he wants to come on and talk about that because that would be amazing. Yeah. I'd love to hear about that. So. Yeah. That, Bill, and I'm Bill, sorry, Bill, but if you're I listening love... to this, we want to have you on the show. <laughs> Bill, I am envious of your running in Normandy. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> like, you wait, okay, why don't you come on when we, if we talk to Bill, we'll have to have you <laughs> Oh, come I 100% on. would. I have many of questions. <laughs> All right. All right. You, you can be host for that show. How about that? <laughs> we'll set that up. Awesome. That's cool. All right. And then also, if you want, subscribe to us and our podcast. If you want, leave a review. We love seeing reviews. Um, our next episode, we should probably read a few of them. We've had a few lately that have been very nice. So thank you. And you can also find us on Instagram at joyful underscore miles. And you can find us at Twitter at joyful miles. Um, and am I forgetting anywhere? I think that's it, right? No, you covered everything there. Um, I do want to add in a major, major, huge congratulations, though, to everyone who completed the New York City Marathon. What an accomplishment that is. Um, also, congratulations to Rob, Michael Diaz, and 
Shaylee Diaz from Joyful Miles. You guys are amazing. Shaylee, she ran into some major uh, nausea issues and she still, she still rocked it. Way to go, everybody. And thank you so much, Chris, for being here. Thank you, Laura. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for having me. Anything else, anyone? I hope I got it all covered. <laughs> yeah, we're good. You did good. We're good. All right. So until next time, have a joyful day, everyone. Thank you. I think, right. I think Chris should take us home. Yeah, you did in the first show, by the way. Sure. I remember. I actually went back and I listened to it a little bit. <laughs> you did a good one. Joyful miles. <laughs> Perfection. Perfection. So good.